Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hello, this is Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so excited to have you connected on today. And let me tell you, this is the podcast by which we encourage and inspire leaders to become all that God has called them to become. We want to expose you to some of the greatest thought leaders on the planet and strategists, because we believe there's a leader emerging in all of you. And I want to thank you so much for helping to make this podcast one of the leading podcasts in the world today on leadership. And I appreciate so many of you who reach out to me. And thank you for doing that. My Instagram is Joseph Walker, the number three. So make certain you connect and let us know if this is blessing you. Also, I want to thank you so much for supporting our new book, Leadership and Loneliness. Man, God is doing great things with this book. And I believe that every leader is a reader. And I want to make sure you get your copy. Go to josephwalker3.org or go to Amazon and order your copies. I want to thank God for the universities and the corporations that have bought books in bulk for their teams. And if you'd like to do that for your team, hey, we'd be more than interested to talk to you about how to do that. And we're excited also because with this book, we're doing something really cool. If you have 10 or more people on a book club, I'll come in and be a surprise guest uh, on one of those book club gatherings. And we'll talk about the book a little bit. So I appreciate you so much. So thank all of you for your support. Now, let me tell you, I am so excited because, you know, last year we did the series on winning women. And I'm excited during this Women's Month 2021 to introduce you to some amazing women who are winning on a large level. And let me tell you something. Today, I want you to meet Dr. Lakeisha Simmons. Let me tell you something. This woman is amazing. She's a first-generation college student, tenured professor of analytics, and financially independent. Achieve her. Go figure that. That's her. Achieve her. That's all her. She'll tell us about it. She's got so many awards, so many things that she has done, and I'm going to let her introduce all of that because today I want to really speak about how she's empowering women and how she's empowering our community financially and helping people realize their dreams. She's such an advocate for women and helping them to understand what God has for their lives. She's a woman of faith. She's a recent married woman to an incredible man, Dr. Isaac Aday. And uh, I really, really am excited about both of them because they are truly, truly a gift. And I'm telling you, this is going to be an amazing conversation. So I wanted to now just pause and welcome to Next Level Leader Podcast, Dr. Keisha, how are you? Thank you so much. What a welcome. That just warms my heart to hear all that. Thank you so much, Bishop. Well, you are truly, truly an extraordinary gift uh, into the to the kingdom and to the world. And tell us really quickly, our listeners, who is Dr. Lakeisha Simmons? I am an average woman is the way I like to think of myself. I'm just like your listeners. I come from a humble beginning. I am the daughter of teen parents. Grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana. Never went to the best schools. We struggled. 
growing up. My mom and my dad, they had me when they were in high school. My mom had to drop out. She had so many complications with me during her pregnancy. And my dad went off to the Marines to make a better life for us. And unfortunately, it didn't work out for them and their relationship. And life got so hard for my young mom that I ended up living with a grandmother and an auntie and then an uncle and just kind of live with different people growing up. So life was really tough for me. I, I grew up very depressed, hopeless, sad a lot. And I just didn't know what the future was going to hold for me. I honestly didn't. I was very current in school. I didn't believe I was very good at anything, especially math. And Bishop, one day I was, I, I remember I would cry myself to sleep. And I'm not exaggerating this because when I think about it, it, it always brings tears to my eyes. But Bishop, one day I was at school, in high school, I was, it was my sophomore year, and I was walking down the hallway, throwing, you know, skipping class as usual. And I was looking up, something just called my attention, and I saw a flyer on the wall, and it said, Historically Black College Tour. And I said, oh my goodness, what? historically black college tours. I knew what college was. And I'm, I've heard of HBCU because we had something called a Circle City Classic. And so I took down the number. I couldn't wait to get home to my auntie's house and I called about it. And I, I was able to fundraise enough money throughout my family. Everybody pitched in and sent me on that college tour. And Bishop, when I say, when I stepped foot on Tennessee State University campus, it changed my entire life okay my entire life then opened up and I was able to attend Tennessee State University and I took out loans to do it and I worked throughout all right I worked 30 hours a week throughout college and I took loans to make ends meet and it was the best decision I ever made and today I do have a PhD I possess a PhD I also possess a Six Sigma Black Belt certification from Caterpillar Inc. And I'm a tenured professor, and I'm the first African-American tenured in the analytics department at Belmont University. When I received my Ph.D., I was only one of 51 female Ph.D.s tenured in the United States, one of 51. And so when I think about that story, I, all I can say is, wow, God, you're really using me as a vessel. And I'm so thankful that I'm able to share my story to inspire those young Lakeishas and those other women who are just like me, who have been through things and wonder what their life could be. I just want to be that vessel. So thank you for allowing me to share that. Yeah, you really are. That's a marvelous story. And, and one of the things that we try to do here on, on Next Level Leader is really give people, you know, the the what, the it. Like, what was that thing that could help them really follow in the footsteps of find motivation. And my question, first of all, to you, because we got a lot of ground to cover because you're just a wealth of knowledge and things that you're doing. <laughs> but but what was that moment? Like something had to click. Yeah, the HBCU, I get that. Going to TSU, which completely transformed your mind. But internally, what was the thing that flipped the switch for you? You know, because when so many people are struggling with low self-esteem, they're struggling with issues in their past and, and dealing with how they were raised and no support. And then all of a sudden you have to kind of garner this strength up and decide, I can do this. What was that one thing you think that was the catalyst for that shift in your life? 
hands down, that catalyst, that shift was the moment I decided to forgive my parents. <sighs> hands down, Bishop. When I got to Tennessee State University and I got in that Wilson Hall in that dorm and I had my roommate and I was there and I said, you know what? I've made it here. I can no longer be upset with my parents for not being there, for being abandoned, right? For them not being there for me and me suffering, long suffering for years, couch surfing different family members, living with different people, never really having a stable home. At that point, I had to forgive them because it was harboring so much pain in my heart and so much anger walking around with an attitude, you know, I couldn't hold on to that anymore. So the moment that I said, you know what? My mother was 17 years old when she gave birth to me. That lady didn't know any better. My grandmother had her first child at 15. She didn't know any better, right? This generational, I can't continue to hold that against her. I'm in college now. I've broken the mold. So I forgave her. I forgave my father. And I began working on rebuilding our relationship. And today we have we have a wonderful relationship. Wow, that's a powerful story of reconciliation. And I think that's so critical because often we hold on to what has occurred in our lives and it becomes a hindrance to us. And it's a good segue into what I want to ask next, because one of the things that I've shared in books, using our trauma and making it transformational. Clearly, that's what you have done. Now you've gone all, all your experiences You've garnered this, and now you have become such an advocate for the advancement of women's causes in so many levels, and particularly around the area of financial literacy and independence. Now, before I get into that, you got to tell us how this woman I'm talking to now, as a single parent, was able to save in four years $750,000. Everybody's listening now. They put up on the side of the road for this. There are people that try. To, I already know. Y'all pull up on the side of the road. Get out of sheet of paper. We 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 trying to figure this one out. Tell us what did were you eating crackers? Evan? What were you doing? Help us. Let's, okay. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So I was I was teaching at Business Insider, and one of my students said, "Well, Evan, I don't have a credit card. Can I borrow your credit card?" And let me just first say they fact check. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, I know they. So did. you can know that you can trust it when you read it because. They fact check, and I had to pr- produce certified documents showing every single thing. Okay, now obviously they don't have the time or the resources to detail my entire story and exactly how I did it. Sure. So that's why I'm here, and obviously there's way more information we'll be able to cover here on my website, elakeishasimmons.com. But the first thing I will say how I did it was the power of the stock market. It cannot be Replace. And we have been taught, Bishop, to save, 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 save. But we're not being taught to invest. And uh, you're right. A single mom, I I love your your four-part series, Hurt But Not Hindered, (laughs) because that was me. I was hurt. My divorce hurt me to the core. Not only me, obviously, my ex-husband, my children, our family. But I wasn't hindered. But I knew at the moment that I was separated and my ex-husband had moved out and I had a huge five-bedroom house and I could not stay in that huge house 
the mortgage was $2,400 a month. That does not include how expensive the utilities were. The lawn care alone was $125 every two weeks. And so I knew I had to sell that house. Now, a lot of people have asked me, well, you must have made a lot of money off the house. No, we only owned the house for two years. After real estate fees, I netted close to $35,000, okay? So at that point in 2017, when we were separated, I was able to take the money that I had over the years. Honestly, I only had, uh, when I started in 2017, I had $125,000 in my retirement account. And honestly, at the age that I was, that was not enough money. But of course, I had not been taught anything except for, say, 10% of your income, right? That's what I had been taught. Right. And, I, and I spent 90% of it. So in 2017, I'm in this bind where now I'm divorced. I've got this mortgage eating up all of my money, and I've got money in retirement. We all know we're not supposed to touch it, right? right. And so I knew I had to do something, and I sold that house. I didn't have any feelings about selling it either. I sold that house and I moved into a 1,000 square foot apartment in Metro Central area in Nashville. And it cut my expense by $1,000 a month just simply on the rent. And then, then of course, all of the uh, utilities. So what I did was I took that money. I called my financial advisor because I had one through work. And I had one personally. And I said, you know, I need to figure out what I can do with this money. I'm new, you know, getting a divorce. I need to take the proceeds from this house and I need to do something to help me get more financially secure. And what can I do? Oh, well, send it to me. That's what he said. Send it to me. I'll take care of it. I said, okay. And I sent it. Didn't ask questions. Didn't know what he was going to do. Now, mind you, at this point, I'm in my mid to late 30s, right? And I only have $125,000 in retirement savings. That's really not a lot of money, okay? Right. And so I that weekend, it was a Friday, and that weekend I just went online and I just started searching for how to retire early. I was introduced to a concept called FIRE, which is financial independence, retire early. I was hooked, just like how we get hooked on your book. You pick it up. You pick up leadership and loneliness and you can't put it down. You have to read from cover to cover. That's how I was that weekend. I read everything I could on investing in the stock market. How do you retire early? How do you cut your expenses? And that just lit, literally lit a fire up under me. So here's the actual steps that people want to write down. The first thing that I did was cut my expenses. So you heard about how I cut my mortgage. I don't feel any type of way about selling a house. I don't think that you should stay in a house that you can't afford. I don't think that's a good plan. Right. If it's a house that has a reasonable monthly mortgage comparable to renting and it's a house you're owning, I am all about home ownership. For me, that wasn't my case. I was house poor. So then I started cutting every, every I went down my budget. All right, I got my budget tight. I've always been really good at Numbers and finance, even though earlier in life, I didn't think that I was. But I started cutting, cutting, cutting. So I cut my cable cord. So I saved there. Instead of paying $125 a month, I went down to just $30 a month, which that's with Amazon Prime and Netflix. Right. So you see a big, huge savings there. 
my mobile phone bill. I went from paying over $100 a month to only through $180 for the entire year. Wow. Okay? I went through every line item and figured out how I could cut. And that's what I did. And then all of that money, I built up my my, um, emergency savings because that's important. Everybody has an emergency savings before they try to invest any money in the stock market. And so at that point, I was able to invest 60% of my income. And that's a lot. That is. But that is important to do. And so people ask me, well, how much do you live on? In 2020, I lived on $37,000. And I lived great. I didn't have any, there was nothing I needed. There was nothing that I felt I was losing out on. I do eat beans. I love beans. They help keep me sick and trim, believe it or not. Those are good carbs. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I, beans is delicious, but no, but seriously, I didn't, I don't at all feel deprived in my life. I'm not one of those people that um, I'm scrimping and and don't, and not enjoying life. That's not me at all. I took a cruise, went to Peru and LA. All of that was before the pandemic. So, you can find ways to substitute your expenses. That's what I want people to understand. This is important because people think, oh, there's no way I'm not going to be able to save that. It is if you just think smarter. You know, you heard the phrase, work smarter, not harder. It's right. the same thing. So find ways to substitute your expenses. So instead of shopping at, so I did a, a budget workshop first week of February and I asked everybody on the workshop because I like to do it live I like to work with people directly so it was a group of us over Zoom and I said where does everyone shop they shop at Whole Foods and they (laughs) shop at Publix and I said those are great stores to shop at however you're trying to save money shop at a low cost carrier first so I shop at Aldi first and I get everything I can get at Aldi first and then the things I can't find there I then go to Kroger, okay? So right. that saves so much money off of my grocery bill, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's things like that. It's just a mind shift, and people always hear, oh, mindset, mindset. But I really want to put it in a practical terms if you're serious about it, especially as those moms. We talked about single moms. I have to have such an outpouring of moms. And I, last night we did our trade wages for for stocks, which I teach them about the stock market and how you actually invest. And I have some of those single moms on there. And some of the very ones was in my shoes just four years ago. And now they have hope. And that's why I say God has used me as a vessel. As a vessel. Mm. Okay? And the last thing I'll say about it is the amazing bull run we have had with the stock market. Yeah. So I was able to take that 125000 and every, so 2017, the stock market grew, the S&P 500, 21%. 2018, it was down negative 4%, but guess what? In 2019, it was 31% growth, 31%. Yeah. And in 2020, 15%, the year of the pandemic. Yeah. 15% growth on top of the 31%, on top of the 21%. That you, and then I only buy on um, in the dip. So when March 2020 happened, I had money just sitting and I just 
put it right on in, right in that big V shape. And I, so my investments were way more than 15% in 2020 right. because I bought in the dip. But these are things we're just not taught in their basics. I don't know how to read the technical chart and the candlesticks and all these things you've heard of. Sure. I don't invest like that. I invest in index funds. And so that's what I just share with people how I did it. And if they wish to do that, then they can do that. But the fire movement is full of people who invest in index funds and they become millionaires and they live off of that nest egg 30 plus years. So that's in a nutshell, that's wow. the, the biggest pieces. But there's obviously a lot even more to it than that. But that gets people started. Sure, sure. That is incredibly exciting to hear. And that's amazing. You know, and to hear that, you know, I think about the incredible discipline it takes to pull that off and uh, mm-hmm. getting beyond, you know, the perception of people and this, you know, this consumerism we live in, you know, we're so consumed with consumerism, trying to buy things we can't afford. And so that's a level of discipline. And one of the things I, when you were talking, you know, the scripture came to mind in, in Song of Solomon's 215, you know, about, you know, the little foxes destroy a vine. You know, when you're going through mm-hmm. your, your phone bill, you're going through your cable bill, you're like, wait a minute, I'm spending money. All, all these little foxes are taking away investment money yeah. and things like that, right? And exactly. so I think, yeah, and I think that, that that requires a great deal of intentionality. Listen, I, again, I know our leaders are just like bubbling, like, wow, yeah, I got to connect with this woman. And here's the deal, guys. Here's the deal. She is so full of wisdom, so full of resources, and she's doing this uh, in workshops. She has a tremendous book, The Unlikely Achieve Her. And I'm going to let her really quickly tell you how you can engage in her platforms, her workshops, and uh, even her workbook. Uh, If you could share that with our listeners, because I think that people really need to sit at your feet for so many reasons. And there are a lot of, you know, women out there who uh, COVID-19 has caused people to reimagine their their vocations and their, you know, future. And now it's a great opportunity now where people can really think through these things. How can I become financial independent? And, And it's not some gimmick. This is somebody who is credible, man. This is somebody, you know, who reads and who understands and is giving it to you straight. You know, I wouldn't be on this platform if any other way. So y'all know. I completely thank God for for this woman uh, and what God is doing in her life. So, Dr. Keisha, could you tell us a little about how to connect with your platform, how to connect with all that you're doing? Absolutely. I love helping people. And again, I just really honestly feel that God put me through those trials, even from a young age, so that I can be his vessel now. And so I do plenty of things to help. There's some things we haven't even touched on my Period Project Nashville, many people are familiar with the nonprofit that I run. I've never taken a dollar from that salary. That is just something I have run and do to help the, the young women in our community. But in terms of how you can engage with me, and the number one thing I would say is just first sign up for our wealth discussion with Isaac Adai, my partner, and we Every month, once a month, we get together and we just invite everyone for a Zoom call and we talk about wealth and money. And usually we're tied around a book, okay? So um, this we're coming up on that in March, but we do it every first Friday. Every first Friday we do that. So sign up for that. It's free. It's just Q&A and we tie it around a book, a wealth book. 
The second thing I would say, do is you can watch my mini. So similar to what we're doing today, I've sat down at a computer and I went through some things that people can do to get started. And I call that a mini course. And that's on my website, LakeishaSimmons.com. Go ahead and take that and look at some, some things you can start doing because I really go into detail about your tax deferred accounts because I find that many people don't take advantage of the 401k at work. And that was another big tool for me to enter the stock market was through my 401k. So I really want people to understand that. That's, that's critical. So go and watch that. And then I do have workshops. I do live workshops several times a month. The next one, it will be March 20th. But every month there'll be workshops and you can find the event page on my website to see what's coming up and participate. If you can't participate live, there are resources there for you to take advantage of. I have a blog that has plenty of information that you can read through, no cost for that. And then there's workshops that you can buy that are video recorded courses. And the thing is, I really try to keep things in perspective. You're not going to go buy a $1,000 course on my website. That's just not where God put me to do it like that. I try to make things accessible as I can, and I have scholarships available. So some of the women, obviously, if you are going through things, contact me because I want to be able to help you, okay? I want to be able to help you. So you can contact me. There's a contact form on my website. It comes directly to me. I want to help others get this knowledge. But the main thing is definitely that wealth discussion because we can do Q&A. We can talk about money. We can change our mindset and go from there. And then finally, I do have a workbook that is called The Unlikely Achiever. It is a workbook. This is for, I actually have men that purchase it too, and it's not just for women. So fellas, you come be a part of this movement as well. The Unlikely Achiever workbook is really focused on your self-development. So looking at your conflict resolution skills. Obviously, after the divorce, I had to take a look inward and say, what do I need to work on? Conflict resolution, negotiation skills, body language techniques, all right? I even have someone draw pictures of me with the appropriate body language techniques. How to get people to say yes to your ideas. There's journals in there. There's assessments in there. It is a workbook. I highly recommend everyone go to Amazon.com and grab your copy of it because so many women and men have told me how much it has helped them in the workplace. They even had a judge contact me and tell me that she used, or not a judge, a lawyer, used some of the body language techniques in her trial and she won her trial. So these are things that are practical that I want you to be able to pick up and do. And like you said, we want real tools, real solutions, real help. And that's what I just aim to put out there. So thank you for allowing me to share that information. Well, thank you so much. And again, as I shared with you guys, she is a wealth. I mean, a wealth of resources and make sure you contact her, connect with her. Her Instagram is Dr. Keisha. That's K-I-S-H-A Simmons. And go Mm -hmm. there, follow her, uh, get all those resources, go to her website. She's already shared that with you and share this with as many people as you can. Doctor, we appreciate you so much for being a guest on Next Level Leader. You embody 
you embody everything that we talk about and your story is so amazing and your your faith in God, your your testimony, your your commitment yeah. to the community. It it is just beyond beyond. And we just appreciate you. You're one of those north stars in our community and we thank you mm-hmm. for all that you continue to do and uh thank all of you so much for being a part today of Next Level Leader podcast and wherever you are make certain that you continue to connect with us and we hope that you have been blessed today. Share this with as many folks as you can. And don't forget to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on IG. Let me know if this blessed you. I appreciate you so much. And remember, till next time, we want you to know the rest of you will be the best of you. Until then, be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward to connecting with you.